Welcome to the Be Body Marketplace, where we treat, support, and invigorate our human bodies. We close out this month of recognition, celebration, highlighting, and enlightening of inspiring, extraordinary women. Just a few, with a brother who is sharing his insight, his love for women. He happens to be our very own brand ambassador for the B-Body Beard Juice, the very first B-Body product in the marketplace. He goes by Jita, and well, let's get into it. Well, before we do, I want to just ask you the question right out. What is it about women that Black men love so much? And you can, of course, speak from your personal experience. You can speak on things that may have come up, share conversation. What is the juice, speaking of beer juice, what is the juice that Black women have that you so love and appreciate? Um, for me, I don't even really know if I have a word to describe it. I guess um, if I'm going off of common common things that people say, I guess I would call it a swagger. I know usually swagger people associated with like, you know, the way, you know, someone walks or whatever, but I just feel like there's not really a word to, I actually think black girl magic is a great concept because I feel like a black woman is so unique with everything that they bring to the table. It's like, Everyone's smart, everyone can be intellectual, everyone can be attractive, sexy, whatever, but I feel like it's not done the same anywhere across the board except like a black woman. And then on top of that, every black woman is different, like melanin, like even from, you know, no disrespect to any other cultures or other shades of women, but it's like when you're all one color, you don't really get to see the the differences aren't as apparent, but when you have a really dark-skinned woman, then you got brown skin, then you got a lot, like it's, it's just so much more to enjoy. And it's like, like I love seeing just even a picture of different different types of African-American women and their, and their different shades and their tans and their, their earth tones. And it's just beautiful. So I think like it's an overall, I think Black Girl Magic is a great concept because the overall swagger of a, of a black woman and what she carries as far as how she takes care of her family, how she how she finds it important to carry the people that are around her. I feel like it's a very unique thing that everybody does not bring to the table or is not as important to everyone. But in a black woman, you see it and you feel it. Like you have that auntie or that, or that um, neighborhood mom, depending on where you grew up, like everyone knows Miss Parker, Miss Johnson, or whoever it is, like she just takes care of everybody or you know, you can count on her, you got her, you can rush, she got the band-aids, like it's just that that type of energy I feel like you only get from a black woman. Love, just love. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I would say as a black woman, I have really started to lean into and appreciate Black Girl Magic stamp, hashtag, movement um, as a revolution. Black Girl Magic really started to get its through line when Black Girls Rock came about. Are you familiar with Black Girls Rock? Yeah. That for Black women, because, you know, we, we, we deal with the complexes of being a black woman, all the stigmas historically, how it's tied to slavery, but also um, a lot of rejection 
that we as Black women who do embrace our magical, whimsical, spiritual, dynamic, divine, powerful, energetic essence self, uh, we get a lot of backlash from that, especially being um, in the Western hemisphere uh, about going to those places that are sort of the untouchable, like, ah, that's that's not for us. Like, we don't go that far. That's for the that's for you know the Africans, the Africans, you know, the continent, or that's for the diaspora. It's not for us. Like, you know, we're more refined than that. The black girl magic um, is truly a revolution of coming into our own of everything that we are, which is a lot of unknowns. Um, and with those unknowns come with insecurity. So I wanna ask you as a black man, how do you uplift black woman when you get a sense that she's not really all the way um, where she could be with her potential? Um, you see it, um, but she doesn't. What are some of the things you say or do, or how's that, how's that go? Um, I think over my time, I've learned to have, um, to take more of a nurturing role because sometimes it's like, it's just how you care about a person. And for me, that's what I, I'm big on, just showing a person my care because you never know what a person's experiencing if they're not opening up to you 100%. So as, lo as long as they feel that support and you know, like they say behind every black man is a black woman. Well, I like to flip the script and be that black man behind the black woman so that no matter what she's going through, she always feels secure being around me, whether it's just friendship, whether it's more than friends, whether it's family, just being reliable so that the black woman doesn't feel like they have to carry as much of a burden because it's like, oh, we do this and we're always doing this or blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, even cooking, like I always tell people, if the woman is better at cooking, that doesn't mean that the man shouldn't cook. It's like, hey, well, you might cook more often, but hey, you had a hard week or you had a hard day. Let me just, let me step into be able to, you know, fill some of that void for you so your life isn't as hard. So for me, it's, it's really like acts of random acts of kindness to just make sure that I'm still supporting the black women that are around me. And then also on top of that, sometimes, you know, it really depends on a person in their love language. Um, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of saying something, that person that needs that, that pick me up to just say, hey, you look, you look great today. You're doing, you're doing great. If it's on the job, you know what? You're doing great. You know what I'm saying? You've been here for so long. Like just showing that appreciation for what somebody does, I feel like is what sometimes people just need. It's not necessarily, you know, sometimes different things are manufactured a certain way. It's like, nah, I just, whatever comes to my heart, hey, let me do this for you. Let me help you with this. How can I, you know, asking questions, how can I be an asset to you versus like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this. She'll, she'll like this. So. I love that. Absolutely. I'm so glad you touched on the love language too. That's huge. And when I think about what you said, acts of kindness, i.e. acts of service. And then when I think about the union of a black man and a black woman, I think about, and union doesn't have to mean marriage listeners. It could just mean a coming together. It could be a friendship. It could be um, some kind of harmony it could be a magnetic gravitational pool where ma uh, with male and female, masculine and feminine, just meeting each other at our, um, at our edge, at our aura space, wherever we are, um, just knowing that you have a presence of support <sighs> enough for women sometimes, especially those who have really tapped into that black girl magic. It's like you there, you know, you're all the way there. You could be in your prime. This could be a really dope season for you. And all you need is just someone to say, you're awesome. Keep going. 
And then of course, in those seasons when you're maybe not up on your game, you still need somebody to just be there and be present and be kind to you. So I love that. What are some things, Gita, that uh, may have come up to you um, from women or maybe things that you've heard that you kind of like questioning like, hmm, I want to be more supportive in this area, but I'm struggling. Places. Um, one of the more common places would be work, where I, I, it's just like people of different races kind of saying like, I get like black people have it hard because you see it, but it's one thing to experience it. So same thing at work, it's like, you know, not every job, but you know, a lot of different places like they expect the man, oh, the guy can handle this or so-and-so. And it's like uh, seeing a woman kind of being looked past. And even for me working in dance, certain roles that have been expected of a male performer to do this part and a woman uh, performer to do this part. And then it's like, hey, like, you know, the women can do this too. So it's like them kind of being overlooked. So I've really seen that a lot in the workplace, in dance and out of dance. Um, and then the other spot that instantly comes to my mind would be just uh, the monthly woman cycle. It's like, I get it, you're in some kind of pain. So, you know, we've all been in pain somehow, but that's just a pain that I can't, I just can't understand. And then, I, you know, every woman is different. So it's like, well, how do you deal with that? Some women need chocolate, some people need ginger ale, some people want their stomach rubbed, some people, it's just like, there's just so many different things. So that takes it back to me to the, how can I help life? What can I do for you? Should I just leave you alone? Some people want their peace and quiet. You know, whatever it is that I can do is just like, all right, I know I don't know what you're going through, but you let me know how I can be an asset. That's fair. That's, that is fair. You know, I'm a doula and for audience members and listeners, Jita is a performer. Um, Jita, tell us a little bit more about um, that part of your life and who you are. Uh, so my background is, well, started off in stepping. I was a stepper in my high school step team, um, which was a very successful team. And then I continued on stepping in college. Then in college, I joined the hip hop dance team. And then from there, I auditioned for Step Africa Professional Dance Company, joined them. So then I got to do a, a lot of African dance, different styles of African dance, Zulu, Gumboot, and also some various different styles of like West African dance. Um, but traditionally what I do and what I'm the best at would be stepping. Stepping is my thing. And I just love making music with my body. So as a storyteller and an artist, you have that experience of stage presence. And so you know just how important it is to be able to feel the room, feel the space, be aware, make contact, acknowledge presence. Um, so what I'm hearing for you, from you is that you're bringing those sensibilities out as a Black man in relationship to Black women or women in general, be it just passing by, be it a friend associate work, or in a deeper relationship and even intimacy. And the care part is, is really it's really encouraging to hear. I wanted to touch on your mention of you not knowing um, where she is at that time of the month. And I'm glad that you acknowledge that 
because I would say, going back to Black Girl Magic, that is something that we as women are starting to stray away from um, more and more. And I think it's because of shame. We don't want to be labeled um, bad B. We don't want to be um, a, a nuisance or a bother to everyone. We also don't want to be scary in a room where that information is revealed and people automatically have some kind of sense or radar that, whoa, maybe um, this is just not a... Um, so I think traditionally, again, because we're in the storytelling element, what was brought up to me uh, by a friend is that traditionally, you'll see in tribal stories time and time again, how a woman during that time is actually sent away from the community. She's sent away from the tribe and the masses so that she could be in those days and what they are. Um, the Western mind or the black mind trying to understand the Western mind would look at that in script, Jita, and say, oh, that's just oppression. That's just, a, you know, the doctrine trying to do away with us and a part of us that is so meaningful. And that's, um, is anti-feminist. Um, but actually a black woman brought this up to me and said that it, that time is such a sacred time for women that um, the course of your body, your hormones, and also your spiritual aptitude and your ability to relate with others is different for sure. And um, it's not to be sh uh, shamed but it's actually to be acknowledged and to for us to step into our power more. And so stepping away from the masses or making people aware of this can actually serve you more as a woman um, in this very combative, competitive world that we now live in, thrive and work in, um, then it could actually work against you, believe it or not. So I just wanted to put that out there for listeners, especially in the B-Body marketplace, we are, um, including something in everyday wellness called womb menstruation or womenstration, particularly for boss babes, where we encourage women who are now leaders and in these positions and in these roles of influence, where either you're able to staff other people or staff other women, or just work as a figure to bring that to the group, bring that importance to say, okay, let us know what kind of communicator you are so that in this setting now that we're all trying to integrate more health and wellness now that we're trying to be more inclusive now that we're trying to be better um actually bring this up in conversation to improve the dynamic in these groups that you are committed to on a weekly daily basis i'm not sure if you know depending on you if you have a contract or if this is a full this is something that needs to come up in conversation we started well with pregnancy and um you know prenatal needs and going on you know child what is it called i'm tripping as a doula right now uh, maternity leave um but coming back postpartum is huge 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 um this is the point where particularly boss babes women who are used to being in control used to dominating the room are now have introduced a new element of their life to balance along with the responsibilities of work, life, community, family, partner. Now you have a child and you also have this new sense of yourself as a mother. So these kinds of things should be brought up more um, in conversation, I think. Um, and we should do well to insert them culturally so that when things come up in mass media, we're not like, ah, it's anti-feminist, they hate us. What are we really trying to say?
you want to you were going to say something Jita? oh no i just said right and uh but um going along with what you said um just the boss babe like i know one thing as far as some men go um like some people can't deal with a quote-unquote boss babe for me i love a boss babe like i i want to know like i don't i don't believe in somewhat of a old school tradition where it's like oh the guy has to be the provider he just does this and the woman kind of just there and you know there has to be some balance give or take of who's the lead and who follows but i love a boss woman a boss babe bring them on bring them on like that's it's amazing and just to even see how times have changed from women not even having certain rights or being looked at in a completely different way to now being your major ceos and running certain companies like i think it's great like it just shows that everybody brings something to the table and you can't look past anybody because you never know what that person is going to bring to the to the table you never know what their story is Just having you here as part of this um, conversation and support, but also with real life experiences and stories to share has been um, fulfilling and rewarding. So I just want to thank you for your time and coming to chill with us, hang out and, and share all that you have. I appreciate you. Thank you. for Thank you for having me here. And as you said, like community, community is so important, especially within this time, like for everyone to understand like, you know, you're a part of it. This was a great time for a lot of people to kind of reflect on where they are in life or just like how they view things and to take another look at this. And, you know, like that community, you know, everyone was reaching out. They say, hey, reach out to a friend that you may, you know, you never know who's good, who's not good. And it's like you said, community is just so important in this time. So, you know, even being able to be here and to talk and to you know, it's just always just a good feeling just to, you know, be able to talk and relate to people and have an understanding of others that are around you, people that are like you or going through similar things or not similar things might open you up to a new experience or trigger a thought that, you know, hey, maybe I create this business because I'm witnessing this. So community is very important. That's huge. And I want to invite everyone to absorb what was said before about role playing, Jada mentioned, and um, trust in the bond and everything that was spoken of today. And just really let all of that shed, just let that drop off with the embracing of community, not getting stuck in that place or feeling insecure, like, first, I got to get me together before I could present, or, you know, I have to show something or, you know, I have to nothing to prove everything to share whether you are a man whether you are a woman whether you're black white asian yellow green what have you and although we are at the end of the month of march in celebration of women let the celebration continue to um, develop and let it just be a lifelong thing day to day week um, no one up or the other just celebrating life and seeing each other um, so continue to treat, support, and invigorate your human body. And we'll see you on the next Be Bodies Talk. Have you heard of our self-love 21-day fast? Well, now you have. Check us out on YouTube. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications each time we post. 
We recently spoke about what we touched on here in the episode, womb loving, womb embracing, and womb menstruation for being a woman in the workplace. <laughs> 